Jesus. morning and welcome to Love Inspired Breakfast Show with Primera. Of course, you're hanging out with your one and only host, Primera. Yeah, I want to believe you had an amazing night because I did, I did, I trust did. And of course, you know, uh, you have everything that you need embedded in you because the good one lives inside of you. All you need to do is to put those things to work and make them happen. All right, welcome to the show. Yes, we've been talking about financial stability from the beginning of the week. Yesterday, we had Dara on the show. And yes, you, you we talked about so many things, including um, how you being employed and working from seven to four won't stop you from having other streams of incomes. And also, he made reference to the fact that one of the major reasons why we feel that financial stability is not achievable is because we are not disciplined enough. Yes, we are not disciplined enough. So you have to be disciplined. And talking about discipline, I think I I I, um, I would admit to what he said. We are not disciplined enough to be financially stable. I have a friend who actually works for himself but tends to pay himself. <laughs> now, it sounded funny at first when I heard it, but after some time, I actually discovered that, oh, yeah, you can actually do that. Now you're working for yourself, but you get to pay yourself at the end of the month, meaning whatever comes in for you, you don't spend it. You don't spend it. You you know how to remove the capital from expenditure and from savings and also without you overspending and at the long run, um, having to face financial dandruff in your business and all. All right. So let me just, let me spare you with a tick tick tock from my angle. And let's just go straight to what we have this morning. This morning, I have a guest on the show. Yes, I have Ileke on the show this morning. All right, so let us meet my guests. All right, good morning, Joy. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Nice. It, it feels so great to have you this morning. Really, really, I'm so privileged. Oh. Okay, now let, I already told myself that I'm going to reduce the play this morning. So let let me just get serious. Let me get serious with my life right now. All right. So, um, you are a marketing and a branding personnel. Yes, you founder of Springboard Innovation Hub, right? Yeah. And this you've yeah. been doing for a very very long long time. I, I forgot to also add that you are the host of the weekly talk show Crypto Over Coffee. Honestly. Yeah. I will just hold it right there. I'll just hold it right there. And um, yeah, we all know you as a billionaire woman. So I'm just going to give you this chance to just introduce yourself to my audience. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, Pamira. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Nigerians. Good morning to you, wherever you are in the world. All right. So first of all, I want to say thanks for having me on the show. It's a real privilege and um, I do not take it for granted. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, My name oh, oh. is Ineke. <laughs> All right, so I'm Ineke, and uh, I like to call myself a serial entrepreneur. Mm. Okay, but, yeah, because I have you know an amazing variety of interests, mm -hmm. and you know some of those interests are not actually related. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's quite fascinating. All right, so yeah, um, I, I do a lot of things. Uh, I am the co-founder for 
a blockchain digital marketing firm all via media um, I'm, the, I'm the founder of the springboard innovation hub i currently work as the branding and marketing lead for hazelex hazelex is an international fintech and cryptocurrency firm um i'm an author i'm a public speaker so yeah let's just leave it at that <laughs> like i said i have an amazing variety of interests so i think we're good to go let's leave it here <laughs> all right so from the sound of your voice i'm already falling in love right now all right fine let me just go straight to you you said something that you it's fascinating how you tend to do so many things that really don't relate now i think yeah. it's actually set as well for our topic now we're talking about financial stability and um our guest yesterday said one of the basics of being financially stable is, ha- is having multiple um streams of income right and then he made reference to being employed and all and still being able to employ people i i mean being employers of labor at the same time without even affecting your job now what is your take on financial stability Okay, all right. Thank you first of all, Pamela, because you know, we're we're at the end of the year and whether we like it or not at this point in time, these are issues that people are going to be pondering on. Mm. Okay? Because yes, it's, it's Christmas. Christmas is just around the corner. Um your kids are saying, Daddy, what are you buying me for Christmas? Daddy, I want this, I want this and the man is thinking, Oh my god, Christmas yeah, after Christmas <laughs> Exactly. Like Closing immediately after the festive period, schools are getting back in session. You know, it's the time. You know, January is a very wonderful month mm. because that is where everything, every of the recurrent expenditure is seemingly due for renewal. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to renew your house rent, you want to pay school fees, you want to, you know, everything is just up. And so, um, most people usually say that they don't like January. <laughs> okay, so. Um, I, that's why I'm saying that um, I'm really glad that you're bringing up this topic at such um, a key time. This is the time where we, people really should be paying attention mm-hmm. to this. So, back to your question, financial stability. Right? Just like the word financial stability, stability itself means um, balance. Okay? Now, when you say financial stability, you know, um, when it comes to the financial terms, we're more acquainted with things like financial freedom, mm-hmm. right? Financial independence, you know, but we hardly talk about financial stability. So, financial stability is actually when you're balanced financially. Now, what do I mean? Because that might seem uh, a bit ambiguous, all right? Mm, true. So, um, let's give an example using uh, maybe a river, right? Or the um, sea, as it were. Now, you know, sometimes the, key, the sea gets really turbulent, okay? You can see the waves and all of that. But mm-hmm. there are times when you see the sea is calm. Mm-hmm. So, financial stability is that point where, let's just call it financial peacefulness, okay? Peacefulness, it's that point where you get to in your finances. Yes, it's that point where you get to in your finances where nothing moves you, right? Yeah. Nothing, you know, there's, there's no expense, right? There's not an expense 
unexpected. You can actually do anything without being scared that probably it will affect exactly. my account. Exactly. There is no fear. There's nothing. Let's say you you get into shop right today and you're you are trying to. I, I'm sure most of us have seen that viral video because I know your money, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then you have to start the calculating was- <laughs> so you not just go over your budget. Exactly. But you know, financial stability is that point where even if what happens to that guy happens to you and the wine is worth maybe thousands of naira, you will hmm. still not you'll be on the top, right? Yeah. You know? So it's that point where your your decisions are not affected by price and not affected by anything. If you're not um let's say you want to acquire a property and you don't, it's not because of finance, it's probably because of other factors like you probably don't like it, you don't like the location. So it's that point in your life. When you, where you get to um, a place in your finances where you're not moved, you're stable, you can, you know, you can bag any expense, you can face anything. So yeah, basically, that's what it is. Basically. All right. So yes. Now, um, you you actually said something about um financial freedom being totally different from financial stability. Now, financial stability is just you knowing that you have it. You are not scared. You can do anything. Knowing fully whether, oh yes, I'm 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 set for this. Now, um, I think one of the major ways we can actually be stable is investment, which people are not really, really looking into. Everybody now wants to invest in one thing or the other. You see, bring ten, bring three, bring twenty-five, have hundreds and all. You see people coming up, ah, this thing is working for me, and we we keep making the wrong investments, and at the long run, we we lose our money. I don't want to mention anything right now for personal reasons, but you, you, I, I'm very sure you get what I'm saying. So do you think yeah. investments can actually help you stay financially stable? Okay, uh, well, talking about that, before I move on, I'm just going to create a disparity between financial freedom and financial stability because I know someone out there might be thinking, okay, so what is financial freedom then? If financial stability is this, Alright, so financial freedom is, um, you know, the point in your life where, of course, you are financially stable. We've already established what financial stability is. But with financial freedom comes um, freedom of time, mm. right? Yeah. That you have enough time, you know, it's where you've created systems that are automated, that are running, okay? So you don't necessarily have to be doing anything actively to make money. You set up systems that bring you money. So you're financially free. You have enough time, you know, to do other things, to enjoy your life, to pursue other goals. All right. So financial freedom incorporates the concept of time. Okay. So, um, well, that is that. I just wanted to um, emphasize on that. All right. Okay. Well, that's it, right. Yeah. Back to your question on investment. Mm-hmm. Now, this particular topic here is a, is a hot topic, in, especially in this part of the world. Mm. You know, because... With the, with the way things are constantly deteriorating on a daily basis, you might be asking yourself, in fact, one question that people ask themselves is, is investment and especially saving for a viable option. People are constantly on the lookout for investment that can combat the, the level of inflation and the level of the narrow depreciation that we're experiencing. So, but then before I go into all of that, um, I'm just going to make a disparity between savings and investment because, um, you know, some persons really think that savings is the same thing as investment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but true. 
you know. But then, you know, we all did economics, and I'm sure economics was one of our favorite subjects. I don't think there was anybody that didn't like. I didn't like right? economics. Uh, I have to be sincere right now. I never liked it. I always get confused on the long run. Just <laughs> what <laughs> No, see, I, do you know, I just get tired, especially um topics like equilibrium um and tea. I can't I can't start remembering right now. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so yeah, um going back to our secondary school definition of savings and investment, saving is just like you're stacking your money up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, the whole idea of savings, right, is to have something to fall back on, is, is to have an um, a hedge rather when you are faced with an emergency situation. Right? Mm, true. So that is the that is the concept behind saving. People just want to stack some money somewhere so that you don't get stranded, right? Mm-hmm. Because unforeseen circumstances. Maybe there's a deal that you weren't planning and it comes, okay, there's somewhere you can just, you know, quickly grab something and settle that bill. That is saving, okay? So it, it's more like you're just stacking your money there. It's more of a, a stable concept. But when you talk about investment, investment has to do with capital formation. It has to do with you putting your money to work for you. Mm. Savings is passive. Investment is active. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, that is just the, the disparity between the two of them. Right? So, yes, um, yeah. I think I love the question. I just want to reiterate your question. I think I love you at this point. Okay. 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 All right. Now let me just let me just put this straight. Now you um you have a weekly uh, show which you host, Crypto Over Coffee, and um over time, cryptocurrency has been one trending investment platform. And now with time, I, I we have come to see persons who tell you, see, you don't really have to be involved in all the crypto thing. I can actually use my accounts for you, and then you, all you need to do is just give me the money. I run it for you, and at the end of the month, I pay you a certain amount of money, a certain percent from what you have given to me. And you have several misconceptions regarding cryptocurrency. So I'm just going to let you throw more light on cryptocurrency. Okay. Now, talking about cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency seems to be the, the hottest topic right now yeah. in the world generally, not just in Nigeria. Okay, so... um. Now, everybody seems to be going wild about cryptocurrency. Um, if you've been following, even if you're not actively trading cryptocurrency, you must have been hearing some, some coin names. You must have been hearing Dogecoin, Shiba Inu, right? And yeah. And the cast out. And then you, you have persons who are not even into the crypto thing telling you, ah, invested though, millions. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, all the money. <laughs> you know. So you probably must have also heard recently about Wakanda and the rest of them. So now, um, the reason why, one of the reasons, you know, because when I attended the conference recently in Abuja, mm-hmm. um, just before the launch of the CBDC, right, the E-Naira, and there was there was an argument about why the E-Naira in the first place? Why are we having the E-Naira? And then before that argument, the first question on the minds of everybody was, why is the adoption of cryptocurrencies? Recently, the Nigerian government banned cryptocurrencies, right? Yeah. Banned the use of cryptocurrencies. And we expected that that would probably grind the cryptocurrency movement to a halt. But that didn't happen. Instead, if you notice, from that time up until now, 
the adoption of cryptocurrency in Nigeria has, has increased. Yeah. Right? Yes, so rapidly. Cryptocurrencies, yeah, cryptocurrencies seem like an unstoppable, an unstoppable force, rather, in this part of the world. And the question is why. Now, it's not far-fetched, and I'm going to explain it. We were talking about savings and investments, yeah? Yes. And I, I love to talk with data, so I'm just going to say this. Now, um, our traditional system, for instance, when you want to save for the bank, remember we established that when you save, you're saving for an emergency. Mm-hmm. When you invest, you got your money to work for you, right? Yes. And of course, looking at the situation in Nigeria, inflation is currently at 16%. 16%. I don't know which other country has such a high rate of inflation. Now, that is just one of the problems we're experiencing. Number two, our Naira is being devalued every, every now and then. Every now and then. That? The, the Naira is as good as worthless right now. You cannot even boast no, of no. how much? 10,000 Naira? No. You're, you're just as good as having a 1,000 Naira on you. You understand? Mm. Now, each time I go to the market, I'm scared because each and every time I admit new prices and this is the market I'm, I'm seeing that things have changed prices. There are no constant prices right now. Right? They're going now, on and on. We have the inflation problem. We have the narrow devaluation problem. Normally, what we were taught in economics and statistics, I, I am a graduate of economics and statistics, is that when you devalue your currency, it's because that country is a country that is, that is Dominantly exporting, mm. right? Yeah. Now, when you're when you're devaluing your currency, it means that you, you it's a country that is majoring in export. You export a lot of things, and the reason you are devaluing your currency is so that your exports can be cheaper, right? Yeah, and then um, we're not so yeah, much into exportation here. Exactly in the international market on the international scene. This is the reason why you do that. Now, isn't that amazing that Nigeria, that dominantly an important country, a consumer nation, is devaluing its currency? Hmm. The question I'm going to ask is what are we exporting? Crude oil. What are we exporting? <laughs> <laughs> We're exporting crude oil. <laughs> or probably cocoa once in a while. <laughs> Honestly, you know, that is another problem in its own. Right on its own, rather, we have the, the problem of devaluation of our currency. Now, the first problem that we're having as a nation, and these are just a few amongst all the myriad of problems we're having. The first problem we're having is the fact that, in the midst of the devaluation of the Naira, the interest rate of banks has not increased. Mm, now, yeah. what, what am I talking Let's say, Pamira, now you put your money in the bank. The interest rate you're going to get in 12 months, if you're going to get, if, it's, if the highest interest rate right now should be around 3.5%. Now, this is a country where inflation is at 16%. Hmm. Now, what does that tell you? It means that by the end of the year, your interest rate, the, the interest you got on your savings, it's going to be eroded by the value of inflation because in 12 months, we are very sure that this 16% might move from 16 to probably 18. Yeah. Taken, right? So now we, we have seen that saving in Naira is as good as useless. Hmm. Right? It's as good as useless. Now, this 
singular reason, this is one of the major reasons you see that the adoption of cryptocurrency is constantly increasing. Yeah, people are Why? looking for a better way. Exactly. People are looking for an alternative way. The traditional system, it's not. The traditional system is going to wreck you financially. It's going to wreck you have working your finances. So people are looking for an alternative way. And thank God for Satoshi, right, who came up with Bitcoin in 2009. Like my friends would say, Bitcoin is for the world, blockchain is for Africa. It was like Satoshi saw the problems that Africa was going to face when he brought Bitcoin. So now, everybody is looking to cryptocurrencies for the sake of asset preservation. Mm-hmm. Right? Why put my money in the bank when I know that, why put my, my one millionaire in the bank when I know that at the end of six months, my one millionaire is going to be worth 500,000? Mm. When I can put it into cryptocurrencies and by the end of six months, my one million is probably worth five million or ten. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So basically, cryptocurrencies have come to save the day, especially for Nigerians. So as Nigerian, if you're looking to if you're looking to um save your money, if you're looking to invest in your money, yesterday on, on the crypto coffee show we had two persons. We have one we had one person from um the UAE and we had one person from Nigeria. We have the UAE guy, he is a crypto trader and one of the regional managers of Hagelex and the other guy is a real estate marketer. Right? Mm-hmm. And we were considering these two options. These two are viable investment alternatives. But why should you put your money in real estate? Why you can put it in Bitcoin? Right? So we considered that, right? And um what I'm trying to say right now at this point is that if you are considering a viable alternative, a way to you know, preserve the funds that you have, the, the little funds that you have. If you're looking for a way to save your money for emergency or whatever the case may be, whatever the savings goal might be, cryptocurrencies are the perfect alternative right now. Mm. All right. And of course, you might want to ask at this point that what are cryptocurrencies? Because a lot of people feel like cryptocurrency is invisible. You know, people have a lot of misconception about cryptocurrencies, and that's a lot, why. A lot. That's another question. Yes. And, and then you will not. You, you know, you, you cannot really blame them because most persons actually believe it's more of the this uh, MMM kind MLM kind of thing. Okay. Okay, well, yes, I, I do not blame people. And of course, you know, this industry, blockchain industry, digital asset industry generally, whether you're talking crypto or you're talking forex, is prone to a lot of scams, right? Yeah. The, the industry is not exactly regulated, especially cryptocurrencies. And people can just come in and, you know, like, I don't know if you saw the, the, squid, the squid game token. Yes, where yes. Where people put a lot of money and lost, exactly. So, we, yes, of course, there are lots of scam, but it doesn't change the fact that this industry is here to stay and this industry is pulling out a lot of millionaires. So, guys, if you're, if you're really looking at saving, because the truth is we cannot do, as individuals or corporate organizations or families, we cannot do without savings and investment. But how do you save in an economy that is crashing? That's why cryptocurrencies are the answer. That was yeah. Uh, that was so certain. Like this is what you ought to do at this time. Exactly. All right. So okay. Um. This this um program honestly has been mind blowing with you on the show. Oh my god. 
Okay, fine. I'm going to keep that to myself right now. Because when I start doing this, Primera is going to something else. So let me just let me just hold on to it. Let me just hold on to it. All right, now before I let you go, before I let you go, I just want to put this. Now, what are the things we should look out for when investing? Okay, um, when it comes to investment, remember I started by saying that investment is you putting your money to work for you. Mm-hmm. Like I always say, I used to tell my friends before now that don't just focus on making money, right? This was my personal advice to a lot of my friends. I thought because the truth is, eventually, the people with a lot of money are going to look for the people who know how to multiply that money. That money. Yeah. True. So, making money is one. Multiplying money is another. Managing money is another. Let's not even go there. That is the whole wealth and investment talk. <laughs> and we're not about to go there on this show. So, um, you asked about the fact that what are we supposed to be looking out for um, when it comes to investing? A lot. Um, I am always an advocate of research before investing. Like yesterday, I, I just mentioned that we had um, two people on the show and we're comparing real estate and cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. So you should be looking at, first of all, getting a lot of um, knowledge in whatever area of investment you're interested in. Right. Of course, the, sure. the goal of investing is to multiply our funds, mm-hmm. get your money working. You want to put your one million, and you want to see it become two. You want to see it become two point five, and all of that. So, get enough education. First of all, um, get a number of investment vehicles. I personally, I don't know how to do one thing. <laughs> right. I get I get bored easily, so I, I, I can't do one thing, and it cuts across a lot of areas in my life, including investment. So when I want to invest as an individual, I I cannot just focus on real estate and say, okay, I want to invest in real estate. I get as many options as possible, and I begin to um, get knowledge in those areas. I begin to compare. Okay, real estate is there, cryptocurrencies are there, there are bonds, there are stock, and then I compare. And of course, I see which of them has the highest ROI, right? Because fundamentally, we are looking at returns. So let's not deceive ourselves. If I see an investment vehicle that is able to give me 1,000% and I see another one that is able to give me 100%, I'll go for the one that gives me 1,000%. I don't know about anybody else, Abby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on point. You're on point. You're actually hitting it rightly. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, you, have to, you have to get all these vehicles, compare them, see which of them has the which is highest much, uh, ROI. Mm, true. And from from and the way it stands right now, the way it is right now, Bitcoin officially is the best performing asset so far of 2021, even 2020, okay. right? Now, yes, only in October alone, Bitcoin did about 15%. Mm-hmm. Now, remember I said that when I was talking about the traditional financial system, I said when you put your money in the bank, your interest, your interest rate per annum is about 3.5%. And we're saying that an asset performed 15% in one month. In one month. Let's not even talk about how how many percent Bitcoin has done this year. So officially, cryptocurrencies are the best performing asset right now. So if you're going to be looking in any direction, you should look in the direction of cryptocurrencies. So I've mentioned about the fact that you need to get um, different options, they need to compare their ROI. And then, let's say you finally said, okay, fine, Bitcoin has the highest ROI, so I want to invest in Bitcoin. What should we also be looking at? Remember that this industry is prone to a lot of scam and a lot of um, you know, fraudulent practices. So what you should be looking at uh, as follows, right? They're, they're just, I'm just going to highlight maybe two 
honestly, there are so many things we need to look out for, but I'll highlight the most important ones. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you should be looking at um, the project. You should be looking at who is behind this project. You don't just, you don't find um, a coin on Twitter or Facebook and say, oh, this coin, everybody's talking about this coin, let me put my money in it. You might just lose your money. I'm yeah, sure. In the crowd. Exactly. I'm quite sure this is what happened with some of the people who invested in the Squid Game token. They just saw it on Twitter, they saw the hype, and then they put in their money, forgetting to research. So, first of all, you want to check okay, um, what project can I put my money in? Am I putting it in Bitcoin, Ethereum? And you know, for a newbie, a starter, you have to, um, the easiest way to do this is not to go on YouTube and start. Checking for different videos, you're gonna get confused. The best way, yes, you're gonna just watch the situation and get confused. The best way is to seek out mentors, right? Yeah. Mentors in the space. Yeah, look for people who are tested and trusted and have a track record in the space. I say, okay, um, you teach, do you have a course in cryptocurrencies? Can you teach me? You know, so they make the journey easier for you. They make it um, simpler for you. They tell you what to do. They tell you the simple things to look out for. They tell you how what a good project and all of that. Mm-hmm. Also, another thing you should be looking at is the organization. Now, um, there are different organizations in this space offering different services. I'll give I'll give an example with my organization, Hagelex. Now, Hagelex is a cryptocurrency firm as well as a, a, a fintech firm, and we offer various services in the blockchain space. With our number one service being the wallet service. Now, we offer um, wallet services where you can store your cryptocurrency. The way it works in this industry is that you can store your cryptocurrencies on the exchange, but you can also store it in the wallet. Now. It's improving over time that storing your cryptocurrency on in a wallet is better than storing your cryptocurrency on an exchange because exchanges are prone to being hacked, right? Yeah. So you, you also want to yes, you also want to as, as soon as you're done with finding a mentor and all of that, the next thing you want to do is to be looking at the organization or the um the organization that offer the right wallet service that you can store your cryptocurrency, right? So you want to look at um Hagelex, for instance, you can store your currencies. We also have the, the crypto save option where you can save your cryptocurrencies. Now, there are some persons that are not um, very, very huge risk takers. Of course, you should know that by now, if you're investing in the cryptocurrency industry, you should have a very high risk appetite because the industry is very volatile. Cryptocurrencies are very volatile. But let's say you're somebody who is just looking for um, a decent amount of returns on your investment. You don't want to make your money in Bitcoin, but at the same time, you don't want to miss out on the profit in the industry. What do you do? You can come to Hagelex, right, and invest in our crypto safe feature. You can use our, our flexible savings option, or you can use our fixed savings option. Now, what this means is that rather than putting that $1 million of bills in the bank, mm-hmm. or putting it in bonds that will probably need 5% in a year, you can come to Hagelex and invest that money or save that money rather in a fixed, fixed savings option and earn a 21% in a year. Wow, wow, that's now, huge. Yes, this is huge, right? It's, I think it's, it's even the highest right now in the space. Hagelex is the only organization that offers 21% ROI on your investment. Now, the amazing part of this is that right now, when you invest into cryptocurrencies, or you save in cryptocurrencies, your saving is also acting as an investment. Hmm. So you are stealing two birds with one stone. One stone. Right? 
Now, let me tell you how it works. Let's say you save in B2C, right? You have a fixed living account, you save one million naira in B2C on the HandleX wallet, right? Mm-hmm. Now, by the end of 12 months, it is very, very likely, in fact, it is the, the probability that Bitcoin would have increased in prices almost 100%, right? Almost. Now, this means that the value of your money has not just increased, you also have an interest rate of 21%. So imagine how much you're going to be withdrawing by the end of 12 months. That's like over a lot. Exactly. That is close to 100%. It's not even more, hmm. right? It's not even more. So, guys, the, the, these are some of the things you should be looking at. I've talked about um, getting a mentor. I've talked about your wallet. Another thing you should be looking at is the use case. Now, there's something called use case. You should be looking at um, what is this project I'm investing in? What is it for? Right? What is, what is the usefulness of this project? What, what problem is it solving? Right? So, yeah, I'm just going to stop here. There's so many other things that you need so to come back to. So many, so many. Really, I really have to give you more time because it's actually more educative, by the way. The more we go, go closer, we get more insight. Thank you so much for being on this show. Thank you so much. So, guys, there you hear from the billionaire woman herself that when you want to make an investment, ensure you make the right one. Don't just come up and just say, okay, because somebody's doing it, I have to do it. Make sure you do your studies so much and then you understand what you are getting into. Remember, you can also be a part of the show by sending your emails to loveinspire28 at gmail.com or you call or send an SMS at 0811231316. Remember, Primera cares so much about you. Don't forget to follow Primera at loveinspired underscore Primera on Instagram. I believe that this is going to be awesome. Trust me, it's already awesome. With this, it is super, super awesome. Thank you so much, Villania Woman, for being on the show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right, guys. Do have an amazing day.